And please bow your heads with me in a word of prayer. Almighty and ever-living God, we praise you for the gift of this Easter morning, for the opportunity to gather together in worship and praise of you, of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, who rose on this day and who rises in our lives, in our world, and brings us new life in his hands. May you bring new life to us today, and may you encourage us by your Spirit to be your witnesses for all the world. In Jesus' name, amen. When the Sabbath was over, Mary Magdalene and Mary, his mother, the mother of James and Salome, brought spices they, so that they might go and anoint him very early in the morning. These women, early in the morning, uh, on that uh, first Easter morning, they, they gathered what they needed. I suspect some of you had a similar experience this morning, not gathering spices, but thinking about, all right, we're, we're going to church today. Um, what, what do we need to get together? How, uh, what do we need to do before we, we leave? Uh, do I have my mask with me? All of these things that we're asking ourselves that we, we prepare ourselves for in order to go and do what we expect. The women on the way that day thought about a stone in front of them, a very large stone that covered the tomb. They were worried because they knew that they didn't have the strength to move it. They saw before them this, this enormous obstacle. It was too big for them and they knew it. But they knew what they wanted to get to. They knew what they wanted to do. They knew that they wanted to show their uh, respects and to care for the body of their loved one, the Lord Jesus the Christ. And so they said to one another, how? How are we going to do this? Who's going to move this stone? Brothers and sisters in Christ, we live this story. We have lived this story, and we continue to live this story each and every day. For you know the rock that stands before you, that you look upon and say, who, who is going to move this? Who's going to get it out of the way so that we can do what we long to do? So that we can get on with our business, with our lives, so that we can do what we long to do. Who will move the stone? We know we don't have it in us. But God has it in him. When they arrived at the tomb, they found that the stone had already been moved away. 
God had done what they thought impossible already, but their minds were were not prepared for what came next. As they journeyed into the tomb, still carrying the spices that they had brought with them, still expecting to do what they knew, still expecting to uh, find what they thought they were there to find. They found instead a young man dressed in white, sitting, sitting next to the grave clothes where they expected to find the body of their friend, their master, their Lord. The scriptures tell us they were alarmed. I think that's an understatement. They, everything that they expected of this day was not what they thought it would be. And now sitting in front of them was not their Lord and Master, their friend that they had longed to come and care for his dead and lifeless body. But instead this young man dressed in white sitting where their friend should be. He says, do not be alarmed. Good luck with that, right? Do not be alarmed. You're looking for Jesus of Nazareth. He is not here. He has been raised. Look. There's where they laid him. Oh, dear friends, we so live this story. Every day I, I uh, have uh, on my phone that carries my life around for me, right? Um, I have uh, repeated uh, reminders of things that I like to do on Mondays. Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, so that my week is divided up and I think I will cover all of the things that I need to cover during the week. And so uh, I'll get those little, those little bloop notification and uh, then I'll look at my phone and think that maybe it's a text from a friend, but no, it's Google. Um, <laughs> and it's Google reminding me of what task is before me next. Because I think that I have, I, I think that I know what I'm supposed to be doing next. I can tell you as I go through the week and those little reminders come and, those no, and they tell me, here's what you're supposed to be doing now. There are moments where I'm like, okay, I, I, can, I can switch to that. And there are moments where I'm like, oh good, I'm already kind of doing that. And there are moments where I'm like, there's not a chance that I'm going to be doing this. Now, I'm not going to tell you which one happens more often, but I think you probably have a, a pretty good idea already. You see, because as much as I prepare, as much as I gather all of the spices of my life and think that I know what I am there to do, I really don't. It's not me that sets the course. It's not me that sets the agenda. It's not me that says, this is the task that is before me right now. I might choose the to uh, participate in, in various activities and various parts of my life throughout the week. 
but the reality is that at any given moment, that can be completely and totally disrupted by what is going on in the world around me, in the world around us, and in the world within us. And dear friends in Christ, I want you to understand that as terrifying as that is, God is in it. God is in it. That is the story that is before us today of women who gathered expecting to do what they knew and finding that everything had changed. That life was new. And some of it we rejoice in, but the reality of this story is that, do you see where it ends? It ended with them, uh, with this great message of go and tell the disciples and Peter that he has been raised. Go, they goes ahead of you to Galilee. You'll see him there. And they fled from the tomb with terror and amazement that had grasped them. And they said nothing to anyone for they were afraid. That is where Mark's gospel ends. And it ends there for a very important reason. Because that is the temptation that you and I face in each and every moment when we live this resurrection life. Because resurrection is not an event that happened long ago. It is an event that happens in each and every moment of our life. When God continues to move stones that we thought were impossible. Sometimes he moves them out of the way. Sometimes he moves them into our path. But always it is God who is moving. Always it is God who is interrupting. God who is working with us. God who is giving us a new message, a new opportunity, a new way of seeing the world. God who gets a hold of our agendas and our hearts and our plans and our dreams and our fears and says, I am with you in them. And I am here to transform your life. That you might live in a new way. We're told that Jesus was ahead of them, right? Because we are called to follow, not to lead. Jesus leads us forward. Sometimes to things that excite us, sometimes to things that terrify us. But Jesus is the one we are following. Because in him there is life that the grave cannot hold. There is no place on this earth that Jesus is not willing to go to be with you. And there is no place on this earth that we dare not follow Jesus into. Jesus goes ahead of you. You will see him. Go. Go and tell his disciples. I know you're afraid. I know you have the fears of the women that, that day. No one will believe us. I don't even know what to expect next. How will the stone be moved? Where will I see Jesus? These are questions they had and we have. 
And they are answers that are held only by God, only by Jesus, only in the Holy Spirit. And so while we live with our fear and amazement, we are called to hear Mark's gospel and say, it cannot end this way. And indeed it didn't. For you know the story. You know what happened that day. You know that Christ lives. You know that Christ is on the move. That God is on the loose. You know that the grave did not hold him. You know that he leads us forward. You know because others have told you. And now it is your move. Now that you know that there is one who can move the stones, there is one who can interrupt this pattern of life that we get into, there is one who can take hold of our own agendas and transform them into his own way of life and grace and love. There is one who can call you not to what you knew and were comfortable with, but to what can bring life and transform the world. Resurrection is not a story for ages past, but a story we embrace in each and every day. As Christ comes again and leads us ahead, May we follow with fear and joy and excitement and humility and grace. Because he goes ahead of us and you will see him. So go. Go and tell. Go and share. You are witnesses to these things. It's your move.